Okay, welcome back to my mother's diaries. Um, I'm here with Claude again, and I'm really liking doing the intros with you. Yes. And I think it's because we are now finally getting in the groove of how we're going to be doing these. We are um, grooving. We recorded the first four all in a row, so now we kind of like know what we hate about them and what we liked about them. So Correct. This episode is called Dear Oprah as the title states, and it's just that. It starts with a letter my mom wrote to Oprah um, in the 90s or the 80s? 1994. 1994. I was four years old. Mm -hmm. um, I have never read this before. I'm very excited. And my mom, as most, I think, boomer moms, was obsessed with Oprah. I was. Um, I watched every episode, I think. Yeah, and her dream was always to be on Oprah, I would have liked be to a have part been on of Oprah. Be a part of Oprah. Um, shout out, shout out to Oprah. Um, but yeah, so I guess let's just dive in. We're reading my mother's diary. Dear Oprah. Last winter, my children and I ventured to the local ice skating rink for the first time. Before I knew it, Ryan and Hillary were gliding across the ice while I still, I was still wrestling with my skates. Finally, I slowly, very slowly, stood up and shuffled my way to the ice, ankles wobbling, heart pounding, previous sports memories nearly paralyzing me. The sixth grade classmates who always chose me last for softball, the junior high gym teacher who affectionately called me Claude, the swimming teacher who tried to no avail teach me to dive, the college instructor who responded everything when I asked her during my last tennis class what exactly I was doing wrong, <laughs> the date who told me I couldn't dance, and the student who volunteered to teach me how to roller skate with this encouraging line, come on Miss B, I'll help you, you can teach an old dog new tricks, <laughs> that is amazing. Seven. <laughs> Yeah. When I finally made it to the ice, I hesitated a moment, then made a gallant effort to glide forward. Come on, Mom, you can do it, my seven-year-old yelled just as I clung to the ground. <laughs> I twisted off my skate, stumbled stiff-limbed back to the bench, and pondered the remote possibility that I would ever be able to do anything requiring some degree of athletic prowess. I propose you do a show where you give ordinary, non-athletic people like me... <laughs> athletic makeovers <laughs> during which they work intensely on getting in touch with their bodies in terms of building and strengthening their athletic abilities perhaps the show could feature before and after profiles of people who lack coordination and athletic <laughs> self-confidence and who through special training eventually achieve success in some athletic front however modest furthermore this show could touch on such issues as the impact the lack of athletic ability, coordination, and self-confidence has had on the quality of their lives <laughs> and the lives of their children <laughs> in terms of physical health and overall well-being. I suspect such a show would appeal to millions of <laughs> closet klutzes. Those of us who fear venturing into any situation which requires physical participation and whose lives are therefore hindered in some respect. Yesterday, I asked my father and brother, athletes both, if they had any idea how difficult it is to be so non-athletic. No, my brother chuckled. You make it look so easy. 
Please let me have the last laugh. Please give me an athletic makeover. Sincerely yours, Lynn Bonzi. <laughs> okay, first of all, this is my first thought. Okay. Well, first of all, iconic. <laughs> Second of all, I feel like this you pioneered these reality shows in which this basically happens. I never saw a reality show where they gave people no, athletic makeovers. No, but they do like the weight they loss. My, they, they stole my idea. Yeah, yeah, they took it from Oprah. No, she was already doing weight loss ones. Um, but this is so good, and I want to see this show. <laughs> and I want you on it so bad. In the way you said this, how it affects your children makes me <laughs> die. Because if anything, you being non-athletic has brought me great joy. Because? Because you're a klutz. <laughs> You've given me stories galore. And the one time, the one thing she is decently good at, and we haven't played in a while, is ping pong. I can play ping pong. Yeah. Ping pong is like where you, where you thrive. Oh, I thought you were going to explain to them what ping pong was. <laughs> ping pong is where you have a small paddle and yeah. you, you hit a tiny little ball back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's how my brain works. <gasps> Um, wow. So, what prompted you to write this? Just your overall general feeling of being uncoordinated and a general klutz? What did you say? A closeted klutzes, which I love. <laughs> I want that to be the name of the show. <gasps> what if What if you host the show? Yeah, I, now, I'd have to, now I'd have to host it because yeah. I'm almost in my seventh, no, eighth decade. So... I think what motivated me to, to write it... Motivated you? <laughs> Did I say motivated? I think what motivated me to write it... <laughs> Call me a weapon. <laughs> I think what motivated me to write it... Listen, she was doing all these... She would do these makeover shows, and, and um, I'm not sure when the advent was of, like homemaker overs and stuff if they went back to the early 90s but they probably <gasps> have did. we talked about how we went to his extreme home makeover we can talk about that oh, as part of this yeah. episode I'm, write write, I'm writing this down so we remember okay carry on so um and i mean i really don't know anybody as uncoordinated as i am i've never met anybody as uncoordinated as, as i am yeah. and um until you had me <laughs> Yeah, you're pretty good following in my footsteps. Yeah. Or tripping literally. over your shoes. Yeah. But I've had I've just had so many things. And as I said in the letter, you know, I couldn't pass it swimming, I couldn't pass advanced beginners because I couldn't dive, I couldn't I couldn't um play tennis. And and I had lessons with all of this stuff. I couldn't ski. My sister was reminding me that I took skiing lessons and Downhill and... Winter skiing, yeah. Winter skiing, right. But Down you also couldn't water ski. No, but... Um, but you could in a way. I could in a way. Uh, it's been this coined, was in my 30s. It's been coined as butt skiing. So in my 30s... You want to get up and do a demonstration? <laughs> no. You want me to? No. I will. I have to. <laughs> oh, my dog's behind me. See how much she listens to me? For those listening, it's when you do, like, it's like you're pretending to sit in a chair. It's pretty much how how it works. All right. Let's stay focused here. Uh, 
Okay. So. Yeah. This is you when you want me to stay focused. <laughs> focus. So, I was very proud of myself <gasps> that when I was 15 or 16. <laughs> did you just go, focus, in a demon voice? How am I supposed to focus after that? That was my demon teacher voice. Focus. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm so sorry. I just need to learn to be quiet. And I won't. Okay. So, when I was 15 or 16, we, we got a cottage at our camp. We call it a camp. It's a camp. And... There were a bunch of new boys and girls that were that could all water ski, and they would go just about every day. And so, I w I wanted to try water skiing, but I didn't have a lot of hope. Did not have a lot of hope. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of clear from your diaries. There wasn't a lot of there hope. Wasn't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of hope. <laughs> a lot of hopeless romanticism. There was that. Yes, yes, there was. So. There was a whole crew of people, like, say, like, 12 people or whatever. Maybe that's an exaggeration. but, um, And I fell a couple of times, but eventually, that first time I tried, I got up, and my sister did not get up. And she didn't end up skiing very much. She's going to have a comment on this. She probably will. Yeah. I want, I'm looking forward to hearing her weigh in. But it's very rare that I would beat somebody in an athletic pursuit. So anyway, I got up, and I loved it. I really loved skiing. I could never slalom, but that means one one ski. I do know that. Okay. Thank you. Are you teaching me or the the I'm telling you. Okay. So, um, well, then meanwhile, your brother was barefoot skiing. Yeah, I can't. My brother is very athletic. Yeah. So, I would through the years go go water skiing. Not not a lot, but you know enough. And then in my thirties. All of a sudden, one day, I go water skiing, and I could not stand up. I mean, I could get up, and I was moving. So you had been skiing, really, since you were in your, like, 16. 15, 16. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, I couldn't stand up. And um, so, what, but I wanted desperately to water ski, so I held on as much as I could. When I was <laughs> scooched way down, per your, per your description, yeah. and my friends started calling me the queen of butt skiing. <laughs> Um, anyway, that's how I skied, but I don't really think I tried skiing much after that well, because it's funny, it was just too when much. When I was little, I remember, I think I watched you ski once or twice because I have a vivid memory of your butt skiing in my head. <laughs> like, I can picture it all. You're like, holding on tight, embarrassing the heck out of myself. Oh, God. But doing it. And, and you know, I never really got into skiing. I did it a couple were you times, able to but do it? I got up once or twice, but I never did it again. Yeah. But you went tubing and rafting and stuff. Yeah, but tubing's not really a skill. Well, I think it is. You know what the skill is? Getting thrown off the tube and getting your pants pulled down by the waves. Oh, yeah. That ever happened to you? No. <laughs> the amount of times... When Uncle Cam or Uncle Steve would be driving and they would whip Courtney and I around when we were like 100 pounds each. And we would f fly off the tube and skid across the water and our <laughs> pants would fall off. 
And he, they'd have to go pick up our pants. <laughs> our pa- I keep saying pants as if we're wearing pants. <laughs> Jeans. Yeah. <laughs> our bathing suit bottom. Right. You think we would have gotten the hint that we really needed to wear a one piece? We're going to be doing anything water sports related, but no. Yeah, yeah, well, butt skiing, iconic. And now I'm kind of worried that if I were to try again now that I'm in my 30s, that I would only be able to butt ski. Well, we're going to have to get some uh, evidence here. Yeah, I think, have to do, do I think we need to call Uncle Steve and see if we can um, try to try to do a little ski, butt skiing. <laughs> or at least recreate. If I do, I mean, I might do great. I might get right up and I just look like a natural. <laughs> Said no one ever about me. Uh, but we need to do a recreatement of you and your butt ski. A what? <gasps> you know. Wait a minute. Re-ena- re- recreation? Yeah. What did I say? Recreatement. <laughs> Sorry, it's blue air. I mean, I hate that I do that. This podcast is blowing case- air. Or- <laughs> <laughs> when I laugh, I go <laughs> like a horse. Um. Any, anywho, um, so, are we going back to Oprah? Okay, so back to Oprah. Yeah. So, I was thinking that, and you can see how highfalutin I was thinking I was in writing that letter. It's like yeah. I'm a producer. I know. You, know? you actually really pitched the idea. I really pitched it. It kind of is great. That is like an elevator pitch style. Like, it was right. short, sweet, and got to the point. And I'm actually sold, and if I was a producer, producer, <laughs> if I work in produce, <laughs> I would make the show. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I just was, don't know why they didn't go for it. Yeah, I guess not. Um, do you think there's a lot of, of closet klutzes? Well, I don't think a lot of klutzes can be in the closet. Because <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, or they'd be stuck in there. Like, we would never see them. We wouldn't know. But I guess you can't just walk around this world and be a klutz and not have anyone see it. It's just not possible, and I'm speaking from experience. I, yeah. Yeah. It's just, it really does impact your life. And the guy that asked me to dance, um, he kept repeatedly asking me to dance at this bar one night and I'm like, I can't dance. And he goes, you know, you're just saying that. And we get up and start dancing and he stops and steps back and he goes, you're right. You can't dance. (laughs) Wouldn't you rather someone who's not a good dancer, but tried? Yeah. Well, I've always, I don't want, I don't want to be with someone who's a good dancer. You don't? Well, I don't either. No. And Brian should be happy. I said that. This is a quote that Ozzy used to say to me, my father, and it's actually a quote by a Red Sox sports announcer from the early 1940s. His name was Jim Brett, and his quote was, and remember, if you can't play a sport, be one anyway, will ya? <laughs> well. So Ozzy must have said that to me at some point yeah, because I wrote it down. And you really took that to heart. I did. I did. I love that. We do have a very athletic family in the sense that they all excelled at sports and went to college for free because of it. Not all of them, but yeah, they're all very good. And I I didn't take that path either. And I blame you. Because I 
I pass that on to you? Or you pass I... it. You were, I, I don't want to be a lot. They all most. Oh, my God. I can't speak. A lot of them go running and are runners professionally. And is that a sport? Running? <laughs> Aunt Kim, I know you're listening from the bathtub <laughs> while you are relaxing. Can you weigh in on whether or not running is a sport? <laughs> My aunt told me the other day that she's like, yeah, I, I love your podcast. I've been throwing it on while I, I relax and take a bath. And I was like, there is nothing relaxing about this podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about us not being relaxing at all. So Oprah wrote back. Oprah wrote back. So Oprah wrote back. All right. Are you reading it? I'll, I'll read what okay. Oprah said. Dear Claudia, thank you for writing and watching the Oprah Winfrey Show. I value each and every one of your comments. <laughs> closet cluts. I wonder. Yeah, closet cluts. It is only through your valuable input that I am better able to assess the effectiveness of the show, thereby improving the content. <laughs> I have forwarded your letter to the producers for further consideration. Thank you for helping make the Oprah Winfrey Show. Number one. Wow. Sincerely, Oprah Winfrey. And wow. purple, purple ink. Oprah. Did she sign this for real? That's probably in one of those pens. Oprah. We're showing the screen for people yeah. listening. Um, wow. Part of that makes me depressed because it just sounds so generic. I know. Thank you for your thoughts. Well, of course she just sent it. Well, she didn't read the letter. I mean... No fool's eye. <laughs> but you big fool, sorry. It looks like you colored on the on the paper at one point. I said no, 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 Oprah. Um, that's great. I kind of love the PO. The, can I show the address? Mm -hmm. The lettering on that is so cool. It says the Oprah Winfrey Show, PO Box nine zero nine seven one five, Chicago, Illinois. Yeah, cool. So, she didn't write back to me about that, and I didn't get to have a klutz makeover. Um, I would have, that would have been very much fun. But, I did get to have a credit on her television show. I remember this like it was yesterday, seeing your name on the... On the screen? The screen, yeah. Because I was like, she made it to Oprah. <laughs> she did it. A friend of mine was on Oprah, and they needed some clips of of him, and I happened to have taken some clips of him a while ago, and um, they they used a brief clip of, of him, uh, I think it was teaching in the classroom, and so they, they gave me credit. Yeah, so, that was pretty cool. But the funniest thing about that whole thing was my the same friend was in People Magazine, and um, he, the photographers came to our school to take his picture and I was teaching at the time and it was during study hall time and so I had kids in study hall and the, so I'm looking straight forward at my kids in study hall and the photographers were out in the hallway there were two of them from People Magazine and um, I kept looking and looking out there and uh, I just kind of casually said to my students Oh, I always wanted to be in People magazine. And a few minutes later, one of my one of my boys 
says, Hey, Miss Bonzi, just go tell him you're Mr. L's mother. I'm sure they'll believe it. we're talking about is your age or younger he's, he's, he's younger than I am but yeah. only by maybe a decade yeah <laughs> I'm that sure they'll what, believe it I'm sure they'll believe it god they are brutal this is exactly why I couldn't go into teaching I, I can't handle that yeah and he said so it that funny. student had a real man accent you know he just kind of drawled it out and um, wow and so there was another another teacher there that also had always wanted to be in, in People magazine. So we're we're like we're like looking out around the corner. You get really dressed up and that day. I I don't well I can you're like I can maybe, tell maybe, you. Maybe they'll notice. Maybe they'll notice me. I can't really show this picture at this point because I don't have permission from the friend, but um Oh, it's just going through a lot. Are these these seem all relevant to this? They this, are the story too, which is, oh my god. Oh, what did I do in the picture? Is that the moment you hit me in the face? No, or? no, oh. that's another time. I don't know what I did with the picture. Anyway, um, well, you can't show it anyways. No, <laughs> I don't know that I was particularly dressed up or whatever. But after school, she and I went out in the hallway and we were talking to these two. And of course, they weren't really photographers from People Magazine. They were freelancers and People Magazine had, had hired them to yeah. go do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, you know. And um, they said, they said, we always wanted a People Magazine photographer to take our picture. Will you do it? And we gave them my camera. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's actually amazing. So you can say a People Magazine photographer took your picture. I love that. Oh, it sounds so foolish, but we just like to have fun times and laughing and joking. I mean, it's not like I had my ever had my heart set on. We just like to have fun times and laughing and joking. We love it. But it sounds so ridiculous. Yeah, but I feel like that's something I would do. So it's hard for me to say that sounds ridiculous. That's a once in a lifetime opportunity, in my opinion. Yeah, we took it, and uh, yeah. they took our picture. Wow. I love that. So. Do you now have a new um, goal? goal to be? Do you have a new goal to be in O magazine? I think, you know, maybe, maybe this podcast will be on Oprah's favorites list. Oh, maybe. Yeah, maybe that would be. Yeah, a, that would be that a good seems, goal. That seems reasonable. I mean, it is all about relationships. Yeah, the magazine. No, or us. us. I feel like you my get comments my... are going right by you. They've, yeah, I'm they've not... stopped doing a print edition. Yeah. They're only online. My com my thoughts. Yeah. My comments. <sighs> oh God. Okay. Well that reminded me of um when I was working for a shop in Portland and I had my two friends that were my bosses technically, but we weren't that close yet as friends. And I got a message. My office was down in the basement and there was a little shop upstairs and I get a message on my computer. It was like, Hillary, we need to see you upstairs. And so I went up and they're both up there and they're like, you need to get in this picture with this photographer for the paper. And I was like, <laughs> what? I'm not, I don't want to be in a photo for the paper. 
I'm like, what the hell? I would have been right there. And then suddenly I was like, I don't know. Why am I up here? And it's the three of us. And then I get a text from my mom like a week later from the paper. And it was like, is this you? (laughs) Why are you in the paper? And it was like a huge picture. No, I do not want to be suddenly in the paper. Suddenly in the paper. You don't. You don't mind being in the paper. Or you just don't want to be suddenly in the paper. <laughs> yeah, I want some. <laughs> I need some warning. Yeah. I need some warning. I need to think about my outfit that day. I yeah. I wonder. You probably have that paper somewhere. I you, might. Remember, I came across it recently and sent you a message saying, "Did you know this was in the paper?" <gasps> what was on the back of it, though? It, it was, was like, online. I found it online. I think. Oh. You sent me some. You sent me something recently that was like relevant to me from the paper, but on the back was like a murder case, and I was like, when I first opened it out of the envelope, I was like, why the hell did she mail this to me? This is so scary. And I flipped you know it around. It's even scarier. I don't remember doing it. <laughs> I flipped it around. I was like, oh, thank God. I don't even remember what it was. She mails me stuff all the time, so, and it's usually like no note or the tiniest note that gets lost inside the envelope and it's a newspaper clipping just that it's like a rant it seems like something a murderer would do like a serial killer sometimes i just want to get rid of little clippings but i can't throw them away so i send them to you yeah yeah thank you i i love that yeah i know you do um so back on our tv show train um extreme home makeover you brought that up earlier and we went to a taping of Extreme Home Makeover, which was, okay, this was during, like, prime. If you know, you know. Like, Extreme Home Makeover during a certain time period was just... It was big. Huge. And so fun. I love any sort of home makeover, people makeover, klutz makeover, ath- athletic makeover. Is that what we call it? Yeah. Um, but we got to yell, move that bus, which was... Several times, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, we, we had to yell at it a few times. And I remember just being times. like, wow, Ty Peddington looked... Peddington? Paddington? Pe- Paddington Bear. No, Peddington. Padding- Paddington Bear looked very sad. He did. He looked, like, yeah. worn out that day. Yeah. Um, and I was like, man... You took pictures. It's true what they say about Hollywood stars. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember um, the two pictures? Do you have them? I don't... I really don't know. Probably somewhere, but... I don't know. Yeah, it was really fun. To, yeah. But we had to hang out there all... For a long time. Yeah, we had to yell, move that bus! <laughs> a lot, over and over again. And the bus, didn't the bus pull up? Do I dream this? And then backed up and yeah. pulled up no, again? Yeah, 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 and then we had to do it again. Move that bus! <laughs> yeah, it was great. That was actually like a bucket list item I didn't even know I had on my bucket list. Yep. When the opportunity struck, we said, sign us up. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it just slapped your boot. That uh, was in Millbridge, Maine. Where is Millbridge? Down, down east. Okay. Past, yeah. past Surrey, past Ellsworth. I'm Keep curious because I've read, I've re- I've read in recent years about how those houses were actually like, not, not, not well made and like then taxes do eventually have to be paid by the homeowners and it's not actually like a sustainable way to help. Yeah, I don't know how that house um, is faring. Yeah, curious. We should, we should go. We should take a ride. We should take a ride and see. Do you remember where it is? I don't remember. We can I do it out. kind of remember where it was. Cool. We should do that. Yeah. Um So I did write something down to talk about that 
reminded me of this theme of just Oprah and <laughs> just, oh my God, I just came up with another thing I need to talk about. Okay, wait, I'm going to say the thing that I don't have written down first. Okay. So your student was on America's Next Top Model. We don't have to talk further about that, but yeah, that was like, I gave her a lot of beauty tips when she was in my class. You did? You think that's how she made it? <laughs> then why am I not on that show? <laughs> Why did I never make it? <laughs> yes, you she think, was. Yeah. Um, she did get eliminated on the first mm -hmm. episode, which was pretty sad. But recently, like, that's such a random thing. And I, I mean, America's Next Top Model is amazing. Right. Iconic show. Love every bit of it. Right. Um, super problematic. Um, when you rewatch them now, you're like, whoa, <laughs> yikes. But I lived for the makeover episodes. Those were my absolute favorite. Um, but if you'd worked someone... for Oprah, you would have gone with my idea for a klutz makeover. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you would have thought that was innovative but someone and recently necessary. was asking me where I'm originally from. And I was like, oh, I'm from Surrey, Maine. And they were like, oh, that's where that girl from America's Next Top Model is from. And I was isn't like, it, isn't that interesting? No one has said that to me before. And it's such a specific thing. But I guess it is like one of like a few small right. like national nods to Surrey, which is funny. But anyways, um the next thing I wanted to talk about uh -oh. is how when I was in college, I was in school in Boston and I met my boyfriend at the time. Um and he was a film major. So he had me star in his short film for his like I think it was like his thesis project like they all had to make a short film and so I starred in it I starred in it it was like probably a 10 minute short film but with his one of his best friends and I had to film a sex scene with him what and 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 <laughs> and Josh filmed it but it wasn't like it, uh, let me let me hold on hold on hold on it i wasn't there's was no like clothes weren't off good nothing was that weird but like we had to do this one it had to allude to a sex scene so we had to do this one thing where he would like climb on top of me in bed and i had to lay down but i have these neck issues that i didn't really know about then so i remember being like my neck is really stuck and this feels the, like the least sexy thing possible. But we had to do it. Josh is like, okay, do it again. And I'm going to get in, like, maybe touch her hair. And I'm like, this is the weirdest situation of my life. This is so weird. Um, so, so, anyways, that you can find that on YouTube. No. Yeah, you, we can watch it later. You want to? No. Well, you know. <laughs> I do not. Okay, it's not about. Do you want to know the premise of the short film? It's not about the sex scene. The sex scene's like, stoop, stoop. and it's literally just like he. We. It looks like we're about we're going to lay in bed, and then it's just like sh like sheets moving. Okay. So there's nothing. There's nothing, nothing really nothing sexual graphic. about it. About it. Okay. No. 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 No way. I would not. Are you kidding me? I'm such a prude. I'm wearing a full sweater right now. Um. Okay. But the premise of this was I'm meeting up with this this guy in Boston, and we meet downtown, and we're like, weather, huh? The weather, 
really beautiful out today, huh? And it's kind of somber. And we spend this whole, it's like a whole montage of us having the best day. We go to the aquarium. We walk around Fanning Hall. We're just like vibing. We've got, we're sitting down. We're just having the best day. I don't know if I have to kiss him in it. I can't remember. But, <laughs> but then like we say bye and we're just like, oh man, like, oh, we obviously, we have sex. And then he leaves. It shows him leaving while I'm sleeping. And then the last... Do you want me to spoil it? Yeah, I kind of want to know what the, the point was. The last scene is him crawling into bed with his wife. Oh, no. And guess who his wife was? My friend Renee. <laughs> <laughs> and she... It just, like, pans over and she hugs him goodnight. And she has her wedding ring. Oh, well, that's... And I'm just alone, sad. Because the, the, the man back, I love does it go goes back, back to, to you? his wife. No. You just, you're just left to wonder. So did... Was this script written by your college boyfriend? Yeah. He wrote he, I think he, he's pretty talented. Yep. It actually was good. I mean, it has I a beginning, like, a middle, and an end. Sad, sad end. It was, yeah, it was sad, but it was, it was pretty good. He was pretty good. He wrote funny, the, the guy in it was a, um, he did a, like, improv and acting, and he was also in the film program, so he was really good, which made me nervous, because I am no actress, as we've learned when we tried to make a TikTok the other day and I got so sweaty and angry I couldn't do it anymore. Because my mom was like, you need to do that again. You need to, you don't sound like that. You know, that's not you. And I was like, I'm not an actress, okay? Um, As opposed to me. You actually you do pretty good. You got the ribs. I wanted to be a star. I wanted to be Haley Mills. Yeah, but what were you doing to actively be... Oh, you were in, you were in Portland Players. Were you? No. Oh. No, children's theater. Oh, sorry. It's the children's difference. theater, but I didn't get to play Cinderella. I had to play Cinderella's backup after midnight. So Cinderella had shoulder length, <laughs> shoulder length blonde hair, the real Cinderella. And when she, when the clock st struck midnight, you know, she's in her ball gown. She runs off stage that way, and then I come back this way look at the audience, and I've got on the peasant dress. I had an identical peasant dress. Yep, yep. And go, <laughs> and leave. That was, that was... That's your only part? Sometimes, yeah. Well, one night I had to fill in for the fairy godmother. I was the, I was the backup for the fairy godmother. But um, sometimes the little kids would line up outside to get our autographs, and they thought I was Cinderella once. Oh, that's the cutest thing I've ever heard. Oh, my God. That's yeah. so cute. Yeah. I always wish I did theater. Yeah, it's so much fun. I wish, I felt like, I feel like I would have loved it if I had done it, but nope. Um, you made your students do theater. I did. Yeah. I, I did I theater produced, up to the end. I produced about 15, 15 performances through the years with my eighth graders, and it was... It was wonderful. It was a it's lot cool because I say she made them, but like she let them fall into positions that made sense for them. Yeah. And like even if it was behind the scenes, then they were nervous. Like, but it was really a transformative experience for a lot. I love most of them. Hearing about the students you didn't, who were like, I'm not gonna yeah. be good at this, and then they end up and being they, like they, the best yeah. at it. I there were many. That. There were many instances of that. Yeah, that's kids really cool. Who, there were some kids that wanted parts in different plays that I thought they'll never be able to memorize the lines. I never in all those years had a student that wasn't able to memorize the line and wasn't able to pull off the performance. Wow. Um, that's so cool. There was 
the Friday night performance when they showed up and they were all throwing up and backstage they all got oh, sick. I forgot about this that. Was, this was your this would have been your class. Yes, I remember that. So yeah. I I had moved at this point in right. with my dad so I wasn't actually in their class but I think I had come for the for the shows. performance. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. To visit. Yeah. They 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 kept they were showing up for um, you know the time to get in one or the other they'd come in and say I was throwing up all night and Susie was throwing up and Jenny was throwing oh, up and no. I'm like Oh my God! So, actually, that was the Saturday night performance. We made it through Friday, and then some kind of flu hit them all. But they almost all showed up, and we had a pail backstage. A pail to throw up in. <laughs> For some reason, in my head, you were trying to say that everyone was pale because they were. <laughs> no, it's like they were all pale backstage. No, this is way before COVID. Way oh. before we were thinking. Are they know, still doing and, that? And, and, uh, Not throwing up. <laughs> I hope not. Um, I'm not sure. I think they did a dinner theater performance of some sort. COVID stopped it for those oh, few yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it do was... you think you'd ever go back just to like volunteer for a dinner theater? Or are you just like there for the performance? You know, and that's it. Doing dinner theater with middle school kids it was wonderful. I loved it, and I didn't just do it alone. I had a, a lot of people that were working with me. A lot of wonderful yeah. adults, but no. I, I don't want to, um, no, I don't think I'd do it again. I'm too, I'm too tired. <laughs> too tired. She can barely do this podcast. <laughs> but I loved it. It was really fun. Now you're just hanging out with one middle schooler and that's yep. me. Yep. Um, the other day I went to my friend's house to shoot photos of her family and do a, I do super eight video of families and weddings and stuff and. Um, with my, well, now I've upgraded, but I do, I use sometimes my mom's old camera. Um, but she was trying to describe to her three-year-old about me and if he remembered me because it had been a while since I'd seen them and she's like, you know her, she's like, she's like, she looks like an adult, but she acts like a kid. And I was like, <laughs> rude, but true. Thank you. That means I'm a cool aunt. <laughs> So did he remember you then? He did remember me. Yeah. Yeah. Or he pretended to. I don't I don't know either Boy, way, kid. but yeah, yeah. We had a good time and I did act like a kid with him. He made me go swimming though, which was questionable. Ugh. Did you putting have your bathing suit? Putting on a bathing Yeah, I did actually. Yeah. But um so I have one I don't know if you have other stuff to talk about, but I have another antidote. An anecdote? Anecdote. Yep, anecdote. I'm really starting to get concerned about who I am as a person through doing this podcast and having to edit it. Um, so recently, my friend sent me an open casting, an open casting, an open casket. <laughs> an open, oh, oh my God. Open casting. Call. Call. I am not well. Well. I'm going to need an open casket after this. <laughs> okay. Open casting call. And so, for I don't know what it, it was. I don't even know what it was for. Some sort of mystery show being filmed in Portland. And for some reason, I was like, yeah, screw it. I'm going to send in headshots. I didn't have headshots, so I just took selfies. She's a photographer. I just took selfies. I just did it so quick that I took selfies of myself by a did window. Did you comb your hair? No. 
I did none of, I did nothing. And then I was like, oh, I, I got like disappointed two weeks later, like, oh, they didn't choose me. And it's like, <laughs> you literally sent in bad phone selfies and then wrote, I'm a photographer. <laughs> what? what was I thinking? That's so embarrassing. Also to do that in Maine, it's like, I know that potentially someone I know was yeah. sorting through those Maine's images. Maine's a small state. Which is 10 times more. What was I thinking? I'm starting to lose it. Do you, you, have you had headshots done? Um, once I did, not, just with a friend. <laughs> that sounds like, that sounds like a cry for help. <laughs> was this friend a man? <laughs> and was he a little creepy? <laughs> you know, when we had our, our book published, our trivia book. Yeah. Which, which we'll talk about on another episode. We will, and it. Yeah, it's good. So one of the local newspapers wanted a headshot of your sister and me. <laughs> not your sister. I do not. How many times will we go over this in every podcast? I don't know why I call. I do not have a sister. I don't know why I I do call. have stepsisters. Yeah, but that's not to whom I'm referring. Okay, to whom yeah. does it concern? <laughs> My sister and I needed to submit a shot of us together, and so we did. We did. We did do them, and they came out pretty well. Um, you shot them together. Yes. Why did you say a friend earlier? A friend shot them. Oh, oh, oh! You didn't shoot them of each other. No. Okay. We do want to have guests, though. If anyone has any ideas for guests and how we can kind of pull in other people to this. And I, we would love, love, love to hear other people's diary entries and or just stories, like fun stories from their past. And it doesn't have to be a specific time period, though we do love high school, middle school. Yeah. Call it like young. It's just, you know, the innocence of something bad happening or like something funny happening. Not necessarily bad. We don't. We don't want to get too dark on here because no, there's enough of that out there. So, right. um, but yeah, we, we would love to keep integrating other people into this and kind of figuring out how, how we can broaden, yeah, how broaden we can it. make this a better format and, and not just make it about ourselves right. because it is fun. It's fun for us. And really like the heart of this is to make sure I have a record of these stories that my mom has and she has so many the thing is you just have so many artifacts so it's like it's like this woman has the receipts for everything it's like she I got the proof some of these she's told she's told me some of these stories like years and years ago but like I've never seen the receipts like I'm seeing physical receipts <laughs> literal receipts from these stories and it's it's pretty wild and I'm super excited that I get to share her um in these stories with more than just me and my brother so um, I asked recently if um, both my stepdad, her husband, my husband, and my brother have listened. My brother's listened to a couple. I'll give him that. Or maybe like half of one. But my husband has not yet listened to this podcast, nor has hers. And my husband was like, uh, I live it. Yeah. I don't need to be listening to this in my free time. This is not, this is not it. He's very supportive and loving. And I know if I was like, I need you to listen to this, he would. But 
Yep. My, my husband keeps saying that he's going to listen to it, and he wants to. But he doesn't know how. He doesn't quite he's know how. He's just a boomer, man. But yeah. he will. He will. He's supportive. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Gil. Uh, I need, you will, po I'm going to have to post that video. My mom sent me a three-second video <laughs> selfie of her watching my stepdad play drums at, where were you? It, it was the Brewer Band. The Brewer, the Brewer Band. Town Band. Okay, I know band. it sounds like we're going to end this, but I do have something just ignited in me. <laughs> I'm on fire with a story. But, uh-oh. Do you know what I'm going to talk about? No. Okay. So my stepdad has been in... This is a different... He, now he's in a band with a bunch of old ladies. Little old ladies. No, he's not. I thought he was. I he saw was, He was in a band with a bunch of... He wasn't... But now he's band. not? No, he's in the Brewer Band. There's there's an equal number of men and women in the band. Okay. Okay. Sorry. He was in the Little Old Lady Band. But before that, he was in a, like a... What would you describe them? A rock, rock band? Rock and roll. Yeah, rock and roll band. They would do a lot of covers and stuff. They had their own music too, right? Am I wrong about that? Some, yeah. yeah. Um, but so the majority of me being in high school and middle school, he was in that band. So they would get gigs at all these places. And so uh, when I first moved back to Portland, which was like what, 2012, 2013, I started dating this guy. And I was like, he's so cool, he's got tattoos, and I was like, finally gonna bring him to meet my mom and stepdad, so I brought him, we did like a little Bar Harbor trip, and we ended our little mini getaway at your house, mm -hmm. where we stayed, but that night my stepdad had a rock and roll gig at a pagan prom. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe what a pagan, like, what is a pagan? I, I, what, okay, listen, this is from my perspective and from my experience, in which I bring my new boyfriend that I'm like, have, I'm just like, he's so cool, I want him to think I'm so cool. I bring him to a pagan prom, that's not the thing you do, <laughs> and we show up and everyone is dressed up as I'm sorry if this is, I don't know about pagans at all, but seemingly to me dressed up in like witch attire. And so there was a raffle going on for this pagan prom in which I was not dressed for. I'm wearing Nor something, I. something similar to this. My boyfriend's yep. wearing jeans and a t-shirt. And I'm like, where am I? My eyes the whole time are just wide open, mouth agape. I was just like... And and to set the scene, if you're from Maine, it, this was happening in Bangor, Maine, or Brewer, somewhere in that area, and that's all you need to know about that. And so, my mom's friends had to leave early, so they said, here, take our raffle tickets. And I was like, okay. They probably wanted to leave early. Yeah. So, they, so I'm like, alright, cool. I immediately freaking win the raffle. <laughs> Tell me why I won. And, I, you know, normally I would be excited about that, but... When you are so out of place and, like, people are just actively like, I know you didn't buy those tickets and you were not here for the pagan prom. Where did you even come from? <laughs> Guess what I won? Do you remember? <laughs> Something inappropriate. I won naked pictures <laughs> of pagan people that were attending the prom. 
they were all in the room. And the worst part is, I only won five photos and I had to pick them <laughs> from a display of about 200. So I had to stand there with my boyfriend and I'm like, that one's nice. And trying, I can, I'm not allowed to laugh because if I laughed, I'm just laughing at all these nude people that are just watching me pick pictures of them. And so I picked a picture of a guy wading in the ocean. He's just wading, like, just like standing there, nude. My favorite though, I wish I remembered all of them, but my all time favorite picture, I, okay, I still have one of these pictures and I know for a fact that he took one. We broke up shortly after this, but the fa my picture I won was a woman wearing a big classic witch's hat, sitting on a kitchen counter with her legs crossed and her hands over her knees, smiling absolutely naked, boobs out, just a naked witch. And the idea that that photo is just in a box somewhere in one of my doom ADHD bins around here and that like... The idea that someone's going to be like, I'm going to help you clean out your house or clean up. And they're just going to pull this naked witch photo out of this box is just too much for me to handle. And sometimes I just think, do you think he is just like, God, remember that time I did that girl that brought me to a pagan prom. And then we left with naked pictures of people that were attending that prom dressed like witches. I... Honestly, one of these strict. I skedaddled so fast. I said, See you later. This is not worth it. I will be seeing Gil's bands another day. I'm out. This may have ended my relationship. I think that was it for him. He broke my heart. And it's all because of the pagan prom. And you know what? Maybe the witches cursed me. Because I was showing. <gasps> it's all coming together. Yeah. Sometimes you have to talk through these things before well, you realize. I've been hexed. <laughs> I've been hexed by the witches. Honestly, it was for the best. They probably you're, saw you're something. You're gonna get I hexed for telling the story. Why? <laughs> I want. I really would love someone who knows more about paganism to explain chime in and explain because I literally know nothing. That's just my. That was just my one experience. I I didn't even know where I was going. Right. I, said, I didn't. I didn't. I was like pagan prom. Okay. I didn't know what sounds the, what weird. it was all about. Either. Did not know it was gonna be that weird. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to walk away with some nudes of the people in the room with me. I think that was the, my, maybe my best acting was picking out those photos and quickly doing a scan of the room and realizing that I'm looking these people in the face and they are actively wondering, will she choose the nude photo of me? Will she pick my nude photo? I hope she picks me. Or maybe they were like, please don't take, I hope that, I hope that young girl does not take the, like, wow. That's all what I have to say. What the heck? It was a wild time. But anyways, I think I got hexed. Got hexed in a broken heart. Hexed in a broken heart. Hexed in a broken heart. That would be a good alternative episode name. Yeah, it kind of veers sharply from Dear Oprah. <laughs> Dear Oprah. Covered, Dear Oprah. a lot. Dear Oprah, I think I got hexed by <laughs> pagans at a pagan prom. <laughs> hexed by witches at a pagan prom. Help. <laughs> now that, that, now that, that might that work for the producers. Is it? Yes. That might work for the producers. Well, on that note. On that note. See you later. <laughs> Bye.
Bye. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe.